is Leafs Game Night on TSN 1050 and the Leafs Radio Network. The Leafs live here. Draw one at the point. A shot deflects high and wide. Grabbed off by the Kings. Fed ahead at center. And it'll go down into the corner. Eight seconds left. Down in the Leafs zone. This is going into the L column as the Los Angeles Kings win it by a score of 4-2. to two. The final call from Joe Bowen, 4-2. The Kings win over the Toronto Maple Leafs. Tough week for the Leafs. Welcome to the post-game show. Jim Teddy, Frankie Corrado with you. And Jimmy Ralph, kind enough to hang around. And Ralphie, I mean, you know, you come out of that Winnipeg game where everything looked good, and the rest of the games, the Vegas, San Jose, and L.A. games, there's moments, but not nearly enough and not really in control of their plight, are they? Before, oh, there we go. Uh, even before that, uh, Jim, I thought one of the things, even though, you know, they lost to Arizona, they lost to Montreal, you liked their starts. The first seven or eight minutes of those games, you thought, you know what, maybe they bang a couple in and, the, and it's over, um, you know, in their favor. But, um, you know, since the Winnipeg game, their, their starts really have been horrid. Yeah. You know, at the start of the first, then second periods in Vegas, um, obviously you give up a goal in the first minute in San Jose. And, you know, even, um, even though the Leafs had a, a decent first period. They didn't really establish themselves as a dominant team that were going to control the game. And um, now you're starting to see because the offense isn't there. Now the defensive gaffes um, are magnified. Yeah. Now it's you're, you're not being able to outscore your problems, and uh, and the defensive problems are a lot more glaring of late. You know what it feels like to me? It almost feels like you know when you go golfing, Ralphie, and the wheels come off on one hole, and it could be the first hole, but it could be the second or third. Maybe even the fourth, but they just never come back on. And that that's kind of what it feels like for the Leafs right now. It's like you have a decent first period, and you play pretty good, and you carry some of the play, and then it's like wheels fall off, and that's it. They're off, and there's no getting it back. And it feels like individually, as a group, whatever's going on there, no one's able to kind of – indicate or say like okay let's let's get a little bit of a tie like you don't even have to call a timeout it's just something that should happen on the bench it's like let's get out there and let's tilt the ice in our direction and build some momentum it's like non-existent man the pushback so you don't think they can blame the wind no they can't blame the wind on this one yeah i was just i always do that when the when the wheels fall off of the yeah. golf cart blame the wind uh, there's so many excuses hey eh? you can blame the wind nah fair it was a little wet it was a little wet over here Compared to the other, yeah. <laughs> rough was a little thick. There was yeah. a, there was a branch. There was a branch in the yeah. way. Yeah, I can't get loose till if we tee off before noon. There's another <laughs> one. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But it was uh, yeah. There, it is uh, it, it is baffling because you know obviously the talents there. I mean, uh, you don't have to look that far. I mean, it was a year ago they got off to a very similar start, and at the start you're saying okay, there was no Austin Matthews, so Wadel Matthews gets back, but uh, even then it um, it took them a while to get going, but. Um, right now, like I said, where to me, where the concern is now, even, you know, even the Sandine giveaway when it's three, two now, uh, yep. now you're starting to make these dopey mistakes Yeah, and we're still seeing the too many men in the ice calls and the delay of game calls and, uh, you know, the penalties in the center ice area or in the offensive zone. Uh, those are the things that I, I think bother you because those are mental. Those are For major sure. mental gaffes, yeah. uh, that are coming back to cost you and, uh, everybody says the same thing. I think Neil Ender was the latest one saying, 
We got to keep it simple. Like, like you can get you can get out the excuse handbook. Oh yeah, you get the and, cliches out there. Yeah. you can keep it simple. You can say it all you want, but simple at, at some point is like you have to play a, a little bit of a straight line game. And what I mean by that is like pucks got to go north, man. Like the 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 east west in your own zone in the neutral zone, back and forth a bunch of times, like doing the cutbacks. It works from time to time, but I think ultimately when you say simple, it's like, let's go. Let's get going north and in a hurry. Yeah, and, and I think the other part of that is if we keep it simple, then at some point our skill is going to be the deciding factor. For sure, yeah. You know, like Whether it's a power play goal or the big line is going to go out and dominate and have a big period, uh, and we haven't seen that either. No. And, um, you know, Austin Matthews, again, had, had some opportunities, but it, um, you know, nothing is, how would you say it, Frankie, dominant? No, we've seen him before. And, and uh, we he, haven't seen that yet. He said he said it last game. He goes, "It's stagnant. Like we're not sustaining it." And I think that's you know that's his line as well. Um, and he also made a comment on the power play how he thinks people are just kind of camped out covering him. And the same goes five on five. Really, like he's not getting the the space that he usually does. And like Jimmer, you and I talked about it at length last year. It was like, how does this guy create so much yeah. space for himself on the ice and get these looks? And it's like. This year, he's not getting those kinds of looks, hey? No, you know, you know, we talked about this earlier. I mean, they're not assertive, but but they're they're also not confident. Um, you know, some of these plays we're talking about the Sandine thing. As soon as you see Hall sweep at the puck and miss, uh, you know, you know that there's going to be trouble. Uh, the Engvall turnover. As soon as he threw the puck, and you could almost see it on his face. As soon as he turned that puck over at center ice in the neutral zone, it's like this puck's going in the net. You know, you don't understand how, but yeah. but those are things you can't do, and and so that that's that's what you do when you're not confident. Uh, if you go to their 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 situation tonight, they had a, a lead after the first period. I think that's the second time in nine games. You know, this is a team that when they're controlling the scoreboard are deadly, but they haven't controlled that all. Uh, you know, in the nine games, and so they're they're put into a position, but that they don't normally play in. They're, they're having to rally. You know, obviously tonight self-inflicted wounds in the second period, but but it's not the normal Maple Leaf game, and it's just, it doesn't look good. You know, it, it almost seemed to me that because they had those opportunities shorthanded in the first penalty kill, yep. uh, Marner and yeah. Kerfoot, somehow they got it in their minds, and L.A. had already given up three shorthanded goals this season. It's like the, something clicked in the mind saying, boy, this is our opportunity. Right. Shorthanded. Yeah. And uh, just the timing of uh, because there was an opportunity before that, uh, T.J. Brody tried to make a, a long pass out of the zone instead of icing it. That got picked off. Yep. The Leafs survived that, and then moments later, Pierre Engvall does uh, the, the same thing, just misjudges the opportunity and gets stripped can't, of the puck. You can't so, do it. You no. can't do that. You're, you're on the penalty kill. You cannot try the backhand sauce. Like It's just got to go down the ice. And when you talk about playing simple, there's exhibit A, right? Like That's, that's as simple as it gets. And the depth players, the bottom guys here, like there's a few names that are getting called halfway through that game, three quarters away through that game, and I'm like, that's literally the first time I've heard that name tonight. Oh, Nick Robertson was a guy that um, I don't know what the uh, the final ice time was, six thirty two. So wow. the, lo- the lowest total of any leaf. I can tell you that when you, when you play on the third line, the plan is not to play six minutes and change. Like the plan is to play a little more. Like that's that's the coach sending a little bit of a message saying like, I can't play it. Like where's outside of David Camp 
on in, on the fourth line and the third line, like who's who's driving play for you? Who's you know? Yeah, and, and, who's and creating I, momentum and, for and you? I agree with you with David Kampf being one of the better players, and that's good news, bad news. That's exactly you know, what that is. Yeah, you know, that's that's great that you've got a guy that's playing on the fourth line that's accepted his role as a fourth line sentiment as opposed to more third line minutes last year, and yet, if your fourth line center is the guy you're saying. Boy, at least he's yeah, going. At least he's going. Then uh, that's the old. Yeah, that's, then then you got bigger problems. That's the old David Booth theory. I've told you guys this before, right? We <laughs> played a game when I was with the Canucks. We played a game in Detroit, David Booth's hometown, and we lost one nothing to the Wings. And they were good. They had Zetterberg, and they had all their guys there, Datsuk. And after the game, Torts had a quote in the media, and it was very blunt. And he goes, "David Booth was our best player today." He goes, "That's fantastic for David Booth." But it's terrible for our hockey club. <laughs> you could see him say that, right? Yeah. Hey, well, you know, it's funny when it comes to coaches making comments, it'll be interesting to see what, you know, we, we talk about the cliches that the Leafs have been using, uh, you know, as far as keeping things simple and everything else. Um, I'm going to feel for Sheldon Keith for trying to come up with something again yeah. that is going to uh, uh, appease the media hordes and the, uh, the fans that are getting uh, – I guess a little less patient uh, as we speak uh, with what's been well, going on with the Leaf team. And probably he's getting a little less patient. I mean, you know, we, we could talk about, we talked about a number of players, but this is really on everybody, isn't it? I mean, you know, you could talk about the elite players not being elite or dominant the way they're supposed to be, and they're not. Uh, you know, bottom-end players are, are getting cut with their ice time, and, you know, there's, there's one or two guys that, that stands up, but, but really as a unit, it does not look good. No, and, and I think one of the concerns as well, Jimmer and Frankie, is as you look at, uh, you know, L.A. had uh, the goals against average, it was 30th in a 32-team league. Uh, yeah. Arizona, you've already lost to them. They're last in a 32-team league. Oh, guess who you get tomorrow? The Anaheim Ducks, who are 31st. Were they like, goals they're against. like 1-8, and eight, Anaheim. Like, they're yeah. not, they're and, not off and to and a so, good I mean, start. We, we can draw the comparisons to last year yeah. and where these teams finished, and, and they're – they're teams that are struggling this year as well, but for some reason, um, the Leafs are, are having trouble. And I know it's been well documented that the turning point last year, early in the season, going in against a very uh, uh, less than depleted, average Chicago team, yeah, yeah. and uh, and they found a way to come back. They were down two nothing in that game. They came back, and everybody said, "Okay, that's the turning point. Now you can breathe." That yeah. uh, you got the win on the board. <laughs> and uh, this year, I mean, I don't, I don't know what it's going to be. I, I, I thought maybe, you know, they pull out the San Jose game. Then you change the whole talk of that game. It yeah. goes from they battled back and found a way to win. But it's funny, you lose in overtime, and now you can't hide the 60 minutes that got you there. No, and, and the other thing about not hiding, like I, I've been through stretches like this at the NHL level, AHL level, multiple levels, and there's no hiding in the video sessions. Like this, these are the times where, like, the coach will kind of get a little bit gutless and just pull out the video that maybe he was going to show to you in a little one-on-one so he didn't show it in front of the whole group. (laughs) And now it's like, no, it's coming out in front of the group. Everybody needs to see it because it's probably not just you doing it. It's everyone doing it, right? So I I don't know. Like I I can't imagine going to the rink right now if you're a Toronto Maple Leaf is any fun because like you're not playing well. Outside of a couple guys, you're not getting points. Like it just it, your coach is stressed out. Like what we're talking about it, everyone's talking. Like it just it can't be a good feeling right yeah, now. Yeah, and, you, and you're coming back home to an angry fan base. Too, yeah, if you don't do it. You're, you're by coming, the way, I, I didn't have 
video sessions when I played. We used to have to listen to the the audio uh, from the radio call. <laughs> well, sketch artist wasn't fast enough. Yeah. By the way, uh, Anaheim eight games, one six and one. They've scored sixteen goals and have allowed thirty six. So if there is a struggle tomorrow night, that's going to leave a mark for sure. They can't. They can't. Jimmy, they, they flat out cannot struggle in Anaheim tomorrow with those kinds of numbers and the way that team is playing. And if they do, like, what's – how do you come home and, and there's just nothing? Like, it just nothing happens? Like, they're going to – these guys are – these guys are going to cost someone their job, man. Like, that's the way they're playing well, right now. Yeah, well, let's, let's be honest. Uh, even though Anaheim's off to a tough start – there's a little more pressure in the blue and white side, I think. Oh, way uh, more than Anaheim. I know. Now, yeah. I know Anaheim's got the uh, the home game and everything else, and they're probably due to win a game. Uh, but from a Leaf standpoint, um, you're going in there thinking, "My my God, this was supposed to be the road trip that we all get together." A big rallying. Yeah, point. we were able to go yeah. out and have dinner on the road and enjoy <laughs> life again. And what about that though? Isn't there something like chemistry? Can't you find a little rallying point there? What if the boys just floor it? Like you can't do it tonight. Right, because you nope. played a game and you got a game tomorrow. But wouldn't there have been a time where you're just like, we need a little team bonding on the road, yeah. like, and we're all just going to yeah. get through it together? Unless you know, you come from Winnipeg to Vegas, get in late at night, and I'm pretty sure Vegas stays open. <laughs> maybe <laughs> no, I'm just saying, just maybe. Yeah, you know, maybe you probably, they did have that you, moment. You don't even need to bribe them to stay open. Yeah. They just they're open anyways. Yeah, for yeah. me, hey, come uh, on in. For me, that was come always Hershey. <laughs> <laughs> like for nothing, those that don't know, nothing like nothing like being hungover with a smell of chocolate in there, the air. Like, if you don't know, like if you don't know the American Hockey League circuit, like there's some absolute beauties. It's like Binghamton, Syracuse, Hershey, Wilkes-Barre, Scranton. It's like Hershey's like it's it's like the Vegas of the American League. It really is. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, I've never that's, heard it described that way before. I'm going to look it up and see if they use that. That's Hirsch, Hirsch Vegas. Vegas of the American Hockey League. It's Hirsch Vegas, Jimmy. <laughs> what happens in Hershey stays in Hershey. Yeah. yeah and for exactly. good reason. Okay. <laughs> Ralphie, we'll let you go. Thanks very much. <laughs> All right, thanks, boys. <laughs> All right, Jim Ralph, uh, generous enough to hang around. 4-2 for the Kings. Over the Leafs, I mean, disjointed is, is another word I would use. How about you, Frankie? Yeah, I would for sure. It, it feels like there's a little bit of a disconnect between the forwards and the D at times. And, and when the Leafs are playing their best, it's like Morgan Riley kind of acts as that fourth forward up in the rush, and he's facilitating a lot of the stuff that the first line is able to do. And even Rasmus Sandin is a guy for me that he's always active when the Leafs are playing great, right? Like on the blue line, slipping in. Yeah. Uh, through the coverage, and there's not a lot of that right now. It's in, And stagnant, that's the word I keep coming back to. It's like the forwards are kind of fighting this battle three versus five. The D-men are up at the top just kind of trying to sift some wrist shots through and, and, and create something that way. There's just there's not a lot of pushback right now. No. Um, you know, and, and like I said, there's, when you go back over the goals, I mean, I, I think – uh, every goal that L.A. scored, you knew it was in before the shot was taken because of the play. Yeah. The, you know, those two power play goals, those cross-ice cross, cross uh, ice passes, nobody's going to get over that fast. No. And they were They were just bullets. Um, the uh, Velarde goal was uh, was a miscue, uh, and, and the uh, the Fiala goal was a miscue. I mean, as soon as, as, soon as Hall uh, took a swipe at it and was caught, 
I, I knew that uh, Sandine was going to have trouble with it, and he did. He got his pocket picked, and that was in. I mean, literally, on those plays, if you count to three, three steamboats, the puck's in the net. Well, let's go, let's do this, Jimmy. Let's go through the, the L.A. goals, because I can give you a little detail on every single goal if you want. Like, for, for the Kempe sure. goal... Kevin Fiala does a really good job at the top of that power play of freezing the entire penalty kill for Toronto, and that includes Ilya Samsonov, and he zips that pass over to Kempe for the one-timer, and Kempe had a few one-timers already, so you know he's looking to shoot it because he got stopped and he missed the net. Um, So I have a hard time finding fault in the goaltender in that one. The Arvidsson one... that, That pass should never happen. Yeah, and and the Arvidsson one just it's it's egregious. It can't happen. Like Pierre Engvall, you can't do it. Like you're on the penalty kill, you cannot do the backhand sauce in the neutral zone to try and find your your teammate. It's just got to go down the ice, and you live to fight another day. The Velarde goal, there's the 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 winger on the wall is Nylander. He doesn't get it out. Okay. It happens all the time. We get back into the D zone. We try and get it out again. The D-man, Hall, and Riley kind of get mixed up on which side of the ice they're supposed to be on. And eventually, Puck gets below the goal line. Both guys don't know who's going to go. Because one's on like, Hall's on the left side, Morgan Riley's on the right. That's not their usual spots. And then it's like low to high. And that's a hard save for the goalie to make when he's got to move from in his crease, out of his crease, get set, and the puck's off the guy's stick really quick. It's off of Gabe Velarde's stick really quick. And he leads their team in goals with seven for the year. So you can't let that guy be in that spot. And then the Fiala goal, I thought it was a really, really weak forecheck. Like, really weak forecheck. And then Hall swipes at it. He misses it. Under Okay, we're still fine. But then Rasmus Sandin needs to have the presence of mind in that moment to say... I need to just punch this puck up the boards. Like, it's just, it's yeah. on my stick, it's off my stick, it's up the boards, and there's no fancy business happening here, and we live to fight another day. So, yeah. four goals by the LA Kings, four goals self-inflicted by the Maple Leafs. Yes. You're, you're not yeah. going to win games like that. No. No, you're not. And so that's, I mean, that's really the storyline in some of their wins, too, where they got away with it. So, yeah. uh, if you throw the Winnipeg game out, you've got struggles in every game. And that includes wins. So we'll, we'll dive into that further. This is Leafs Game Night at TSN 1050 and the Leafs Radio Network. The Leafs Game Night. The Kings win 4-2 over the Leafs. It started out in fine fashion. A power play goal, 10-45 of the first period. Tavares is fourth from Nylander and Marner. one nothing for the Leafs at that point. one nothing after the first period of play. And that's only the second time in nine games the Leafs have had a lead after the first period. Here is John Tavares uh, asked about what the difference was tonight. Well, we uh, weren't as good as them on special teams, and we just weren't able to, to really get some pucks off the wall in the offensive zone and, and uh, make it consistently difficult on their goaltender. Uh, you know, they close really well, uh, and we just have to be better and make those plays when they're there. Um, execution has to be higher. How concerned are you about the five-on-five offense and how it really hasn't come this year compared to last year? Yeah, I mean, obviously, uh, we need it to be better, and we got to find ways uh, to execute and, and, and break through there. So um, just going to stay with it. Uh, I think it's good. We're back at it tomorrow, another another challenge, and, and uh, continue to uh, uh, have to be better and, and raise our game. And, and like, like you said, uh, we have to find a way to, to break through there and, and, and be more consistent 5-on-5. I think you guys would, would come back from adversity a little bit more than you have so far this year. Last year, you could whatever score your way out of trouble or play better defense or something. 
this hasn't happened in those first few losses. Yeah, I mean, we, you know, we, we didn't get off to a great start last year. It's not uh, what we were looking for this year. You obviously want to get off to a good start. You go out there and play to win every game. Uh, every game we've had a chance to win. Have we played uh, to our capabilities yet? I, I don't believe so. Uh, so we're just going to stay with it and keep working. And, and obviously we have to find a way to uh, get a result here and, and get things uh, uh, feeling better uh, and, and building momentum from there. So, uh, you know, it's good we get to get to go back at it tomorrow. When, when guys are making mistakes individually that turn into goals, unfortunately, like what... What do you say to them, or what do, what's said in the room to keep their spirits up, sort of thing? Well, I, I think, uh, you know, it's a, it, we win and lose as a team. So, you know, it, it's a 60-minute hockey game, and, and there's thousands of plays that are made out there uh, uh, that are part of uh, part of the whole sequence of the game. And, um, you know, mistakes happen. Some, some get magnified more than others, but we, we win and lose as a team, and everyone's got to be a lot better, including, my, you know, starting with myself. That is Captain John Tavares' postgame, and, uh, you know, he, he nailed it there. There's no question about that. Uh, what I want to ask you, Frankie, is the systems. I mean, obviously the system isn't, isn't working, but it's not being executed properly. But, but at what point do you actually change the system? Well, yeah, that's a good question, actually, because systems are they're just a little bit of structure, right? Like we talked about it before the game. Like a neutral zone forecheck, everyone's doing the same ones. There's like two or three that the whole league is using universally. So it's not like there's some cutting-edge system out there that you're just going to implement and it's going to be a magic fix for, for everyone. You might make a little bit of a tweak as far as where you want your forwards or where you want your D, if you want three players back, if you want two players back, and an extra one in the neutral zone. But other than that, we're talking about things like you need to win battles on the wall to get the puck off the wall so you can play offense. Like, that's a simple one. And John Tavares alluded to it in his quote there where he's like, yeah, we didn't get the puck off the wall in the offensive zone. Well, that just tells me that the LA Kings defense did a really good job of pushing you up into the wall, and you weren't able to kind of counteract that. There's not really a system involved there. Like, if you want to if you want to simplify that, from an X's and O's point of view, it's like you would need your second player into the battle quicker than the Los Angeles Kings did. And did that happen for the Leafs tonight? Probably not. Like there was a lot of times where LA gets their support player there sooner, and then they're able to make a play to the middle of the ice and they're gone the other way. Listen, Toronto does a good job of that. Normally there's a lot of emphasis in their game as far as getting the puck off the wall and getting to the middle of the ice. But it's just, it's not working for them right now. Whatever they're doing is not working. I, I really do think, like, the effort is there. When I watch Marner play, when I watch Matthews play, these guys are working. They're trying. It's just, can, can there be less passengers, right? Can there be less passengers yeah. on this team and more guys willing to contribute and take ownership with the group? Well, look, you don't, you don't want to be mean-spirited in the analysis, but that Ingvall play, I know he scores later on, but that, that uh, throw into the uh, the center ice area on a penalty kill is just, you cannot do that. No, I mean, you that's can't just, do that. You are, you're literally one step away from icing that puck. Well, and that's not icing because, it's because not you're icing. shorthanded. You're, you're shorthanded. Yeah, you're, just, you're, throwing it, you're throwing it in deep. It's crazy. I think that's, for me, that's just being a little greedy. Little being a little greedy with your game, like you, you know what's at stake, and and I understand it's early in the season, but like the the wins are starting to get like you're you're five hundred now, and the wins are yeah. going to be important. We're talking about an Atlantic division here, where 
the bottom teams are not going to be as far behind as they were last year. Like the Ottawa's, well, the Montreal, yeah. Buffalo, Detroit. Like you're not going to have that discrepancy. So, you know, last season when it was, I don't know how many points, 20, 30 points ahead of the, the teams that were missing the playoffs, that's not the case this year. So these games are going to mean a little more. These these points that you threw away, I don't know, man. Like I, I don't want to. I don't want to see it where those come back to haunt you later in the season. The only thing. Well, go ahead. Sorry. Well, the only the only thing that that I can think is like, if you if you look at scheduled wins and losses, right? Like we look at some of them, like the San Jose one that should have been a win. The Arizona one should have been a win. If there's a couple fifty fifties on there. You know, or ones that you think you might have lost, you have to pick up the slack on those ones. You have no choice. Well, you have to take care of business, or otherwise, you know, these these little things become big things, and then there's a bigger problem. I just, yeah, you know, I, I don't understand. I don't understand um, why this team can't dictate to, or run the scoreboard the way it did last year. And I know they they started out the same, but I mean, let's be honest. Uh, when they were at this point last year, there, you know, there were a lot of to- there was a lot of talk about a major change. Now, yeah. I, I don't know that I, I'm not going to predict that happens here. I, no. I don't think it's fair to do that. But For sure. but there was enough concern a year ago that that might happen and yeah. a year later does it make it any easier i don't think so no i i don't think it does and i i think also last year when the leafs weren't playing well there was there was some other things at play right like austin matthews is just coming off wrist surgery and right. the team by all accounts still had decent numbers and decent metrics and and now we're talking about you know if you kind of take a, a deeper look at it it's like you're you're looking at expected goals, let's say, right? And it's like you're you're getting outdone by LA and San Jose and with the firepower that you have on your team, that shouldn't be the case. And ultimately it's hard to blame that on it's hard to blame that on the effort from 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 the star players. I have a hard time with that. I, I feel like there just needs yeah. to be more from from the group deeper into the lineup. Well, it, I think it's it's an easy correction when you when you go through all those four goals tonight. I mean, what would it take to fix that? Not much. No, right? not much. It's 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 just mental, right? It's just mental yeah. breakdowns, mental mistakes, and at the wrong times. And I th- I think that's something that the younger player in today's game kind of struggles with compared to when when I was coming up, or even you know like we're, we're talking years and years, but. Just managing the game, managing the clock, managing yeah. the momentum. Game, that was something. Management. Yeah, and that was something Travis Green, as a coach, did a really good job of instilling in us when I played for him. Um, you know, he'd kind of call you into a, a meeting and show you what you thought was maybe a nothing play. Could have been a missed plat- pass, could have been an icing, could have been a penalty. But he goes, For me, when I watch this play and I see what transpires after, this was a yeah. momentum killer for us. I just need you to understand yeah. that. And I think there's a good lesson in there for a lot of players. Like, you know, I know, I know the refereeing was really soft tonight. I really do. But that's established. That's something that's established early in the game. So you have to understand it and you just can't put yourself in those situations. And I think the Leafs did a, did that a couple times tonight, the turnovers and the giveaways, like those are, everyone knows that everyone, you know, you don't need to be reminded of that. You will get reminded because you've done it and it's going to come up on the video and it came back to bite your team. Um, but, you know, if, if you can minimize that, then you're talking about, a, I don't know, a one nothing, a 2-1 game, a 2 nothing game. And guess what? Well, Those are the games yeah. that you were winning last November. 
when you when well, when we were saying, look at this team, they don't need to win six five anymore. They're winning two one and three one, and it's neat, yeah. tidy, organized hockey. Yeah, they're far away from that now, but uh, you know things could change. Going to step out when we come back. We'll hear from Sheldon Keith. This is Leafs game night at TSN ten fifty and the Leafs radio network. Leafs game night four two. The Kings win in L A against the Leafs. Sheldon Keith post game with his thoughts on what he saw. That's a pretty close game at five on five, and, and special teams obviously the difference. Sam's not saying that three losses, maybe the confidence of the group has been shaken a little bit. What's your sense of that? We don't lack confidence as a team. We just have to execute. <clears throat> well, I mean, you got to give some credit to the opposition, first of all. I mean, you know, like, I, I think we, for the most part, we're getting the other team's best version of themselves. You know, LA is coming off of a, off of a tough loss, and knew they were going to be dialed in defensively here after giving up six the night before. Um, they made it hard for us uh, to get off the wall. I thought we spent too much time on on the boards. Um, Yet I thought at five on five, it's like I said, it's a pretty, it's a pretty even hockey game. The difference is the special teams, and then you know we give them some gifts for goals. You know that um, they didn't necessarily give us, so that's really the difference. When you guys make mistakes that turn into goals. I mean, make mistakes are made all the time, but when they turn into goals like right away, how do you deal with that as a coach? How do you keep the players' spirits up? Like, what do you do? You just, I mean, you talk about the fact. I mean, the game is filled with all sorts of plays and all sorts of things that are happening all the time and you never know when your moment is the moment that makes a difference either way positively or negatively so you just try to encourage and push your team to be really good in each moment because you never know when that moment is is, is the is the one that makes the difference or the mistake that makes the difference so yeah, that's where we've got to get better um, and while you're trying to find yourself as a team you can't you can't shoot yourself in the foot you know and I thought we did that here today on uh, at least two of the goals if not three of the goals where you know we just have to do a better job with the opposition uh, presenting the best version of themselves is it possible they're detecting some tendencies that you guys present on offense like are they picking up on some things I mean I don't think so I mean I think I think you I mean, they know who our best people are. You know, they know all the job to do there. They know we had the number one power play in the NHL last season. Um, so all these things get your get their attention. You know, it's, you know, uh, all of that's going to happen. But our guys are used to playing through that, so that's no excuse or that's not a that's not a reason why we should be going through what we are here. We got to find our way through that. Philip Carl said he was uh, nervous to start. What's your overall take on his first game? Yeah, natural to be nervous, but I thought he I thought he did a good job. I mean, our, our defenseman took a couple penalties, so we had to use him on the penalty kill, and you know that's that's a, a tall order for a guy in his first game. But uh, you know, I thought he did well. I thought he moved some pucks well, shot a couple pucks for us, got into the net, got us off the the wall a couple times in the offensive zone. So I think it's you know all in all, it's a good performance by him. Quick turnaround, but would you consider going back to Samsonov for tomorrow? No. Yeah, there's a specialist here in L.A. that he was, that he was seeing, so that's really the biggest reason why he's here. That is Sheldon Keith. I, I kind of like what he had to say there. I mean, he wasn't pointed, and he was sort of pushing the thing forward. How about you, Frankie C.? Yeah, I, I think he kind of stands up for his group a little bit when he says that they're a confident bunch. And, 
really they should be a confident bunch, right? Like they have a lot of skill. Yeah. There's a lot of great players in there. There's no reason why they shouldn't have confidence, but the evidence really hasn't been there for them this year. And that's the hard part, right? Like when you're not doing it, when you're not executing at, at, at your highest level, you're not going to feel confident. And, and that should come. Like it, it, it just has to at some point, but um, I think he hits the nail on the head there where he's like, we're just not executing. Now he could kind of say, and he would be, this would be an honest assessment. He could say, we are making some pretty dumb plays, like elementary egregious mistakes. And that would be accurate and that would be fair. Uh, but I, I think really what he's just trying to do there is just, you know, settle things down. And um, I'm sure his conversations with the team are, are probably in the same tone. It's like, guys, we're in this. We have to accept it, and we just have to find a way to get through it. There's no yelling and screaming and kicking over garbage cans that's going to get us through it. It's not, it's not motivation time. It's not time to light a fire under anyone's behind. It's just like we're in this together, and let's, let's try and find a way out of it. Yeah, th- those plays, I mean, I-, I think most people would have trouble with them just based on if you, if you apply it to normal life. It, in certain life situations, you, there's some things you just cannot yeah. do because it's going to cost you uh and, and in this particular case it costs the team a hockey game and i and i don't think people understand like what happens there I, i'm at a loss for it myself yeah well you, you know what happens too there's certain times where you think you see something for a split second and you're like oh i can make this play and then you know guys are good like guys get on the right yeah. side of you guys get their stick on the right side of you and you're like oh boy i'm i messed up and you know right in that second that you've done it uh but sometimes there's nothing you can do and it kind of looks like a little bit of a slow burn out there which happened a couple <laughs> times tonight um but like like i just keep coming back to this this thought or this notion that like executing and confidence kind of go hand in hand and when you're not executing, you're not going to be confident. And that's what I see right now when I see the yeah. Leafs. I don't see a confident group as much as Sheldon Keefe says they, they, they have a lot of confidence. Well, I, I think he has to say that because if he doesn't, then, then you know, then, then the pregame tomorrow, people are going to say, well, the coach said you're not confident. Oh, yeah. Well, 100%. You can't let and then, that happen. And then every yeah. player in, in the room, you know, it, it makes a bad situation worse because now they're going to be thinking – well, coach knows I don't have any confidence and he's actually saying it out loud. And, uh, you know, maybe it, it just makes it harder. It makes it harder for you to execute. Like at some point, at some point, it's going to get to the point where this, whatever they're going through, you have to almost even forget about it. Like just pretend yeah. it's not even happening and find a way to come to the rink and make coming to the rink fun. Because like I've played with a lot of guys, Jimmy, who are like grumpy on a good day. And when things are not going well, those guys take the grumpiness to a whole other level of misery that you 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 couldn't even imagine uh, from millionaires. So we'll see what happens. We'll see what they bring in Anaheim tomorrow. Frankie C, take the rest of the night off. Thank you very much. This is Leafs Game Night on TSN 1050 and the Leafs Radio Network. The out-of-town scoreboard brought to you by Maple Toyota. Build your next dream Toyota at Maple Toyota and check out Maple Toyota's pre-owned inventory arriving daily. It's time to Toyota. Visit mapletoyota.com. Here's what we have. Washington 2-0 over Nashville. That's in the third period. Oilers and Flames in the first period are scoreless. Penguins and Kraken scoreless in the first. The rest are done. Rangers 6-3 over Dallas. Panthers 5-3 over Ottawa. Tampa 4-3 over the Sharks. 
It was the Sabres 4-3 in overtime over Chicago. Detroit 2, Minnesota 1. Hurricanes 4-3 in overtime over the Flyers. Canadiens 7-4 over the Blues. Other action, we have the Avs getting beaten by the Islanders 5-4. That is your out-of-town scoreboard. Our next Maple Leaf broadcast will be uh, a week Sunday as the Leafs will be in Carolina. And join us uh, Monday night for Raptors basketball. Thanks for stopping by. Good night.